0: My shepherd, I shall not want He maketh me to lie down in green pasture He leath me beside the waters of rest
1: Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth and the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. It's the 17th day of May, 2020. We're broadcasting you today from North Central, West Virginia. going to continue on today in the book of Hebrews, beginning with chapter 2. Talking about <clears throat> watching, searching, keeping. Talking about recognizing what's going on around and about us uh, not being blinded by what's going on in the world, the distractions of the world. Um, and the writer lets us know what we should do here as far as our salvation. And uh, search ourselves. Make sure we are where we need to be. Most of all, let the Holy Spirit search us. He's He's the searcher. <clears throat> he's the one that discerns, the Bible declares. He's, he is the one that knows all the representative of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the earth right now, and uh, also the restrainer. And the only good that's in the world is the Holy Spirit. And the only good that can come from this world is through the Holy Spirit. The Bible declares that Satan is, for a, a, a short time, the God of this world. For God of this world had blinded the minds of the people that they might believe a lie. This is what's going on today. But we know there's coming a day when uh, the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of God and his Christ. So Let's begin there in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. In other words, he's talking to a people that uh, is knowledgeable. They have received the light. The Bible says if we receive a light, that we are responsible to walk in that light that we have received. The Bible declares that much given, much required. Paul told a church that where Galatia... He told him, he said, who hath bewitched you, who have enticed you, how have you been drawn away from the truth that's in Jesus Christ and begin to revert back into your past? In other words, <clears throat> you, you're, you are leaving walking in the spirit and going back into walking in the flesh. And the Bible says there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. But that's not, the, it's not the, the end of that verse. Who walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. So the Spirit is our helper. The Holy Spirit is our helper. Jesus said that many times. Go and wait until you be endued with power from on high. Uh, the Holy Ghost is power. The Bible says we can't even say Jesus Christ is Lord unless it be through the Holy Spirit. So the writer said, therefore we ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard the preaching of the gospel, the truth that comes from the word of God, the witness of the spirit that the word of God is truth, the confirmation that comes through the word of God, how we study to show ourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, that we should do, should, should do what rightly divide the word of truth, lest at any time we should let them slip. More earnest heed. Let's go back there a second. So he's talking about a group of people, okay, that um, is getting sluggish or inconsistent. Uh, wavering. The Bible says the double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Uh, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. If the word of God was true yesterday, then it's certainly true today. If it's true today, then it'll certainly be true tomorrow because the Bible says that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, he doesn't change. And He's addressing their, uh, I guess you would use the term immaturity. Uh, Paul uses the term, term about it's time to get off the milk of the word and get on the meat of the word. In other words, get weaned from the childish ways. Get weaned from being immature. Be, uh, grow in the grace and knowledge, the Bible says, of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We look to him. You probably get started hearing this, but we look to him only. He is the basis of our faith. He is the basis of our help. He is our salvation. There is no other mediator between God and man but the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. So he says, Give more earnest heed. You know, don't take so much for granted. Um, Use the time wisely. The Bible says, redeem the time. For the days are evil. And they certainly are. They certainly are. Um, Even the secular world, so to speak, when we use that term, knows that there's something not right Here, uh, a while back, I talked about the scientists of the world have what they call their doomsday clock. And these scientists say that the doomsday clock is like real close to the striking of midnight or 12. In other words, we're the end of all things, maybe uh, 1159, 1158, real, real close. Um, You know, those that study the stars and things, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about what astrology or astronomy. Uh, Luke wrote that there'll be signs in the heavens and in the stars. And uh, Job talked about the Maseroth, the constellations. Uh, so the stars and those things that sit in the heaven, the Bible declares, are given to us as a sign. And you know, we've talked about the moons and uh, um, uh, stars and constellations and things, you know. But uh, the, you know, these things are to be watched and certainly not worshiped. The stars don't guide our our life. We are not predestinated through the stars. We are helped only through the Spirit and through the power of God. So he says we need to give more earnest heed. Philippians two twelve says, "Wherefore, my my beloved, as ye have always obeyed." Not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and with trembling. See, If you lose your soul, then you lost it all. The Bible says you can gain this whole world. What if a man gains this world but loses his soul? He said, you've got to give heed to the things you've heard, the things that have been taught to you, the things that have been preached. You can't leave the foundation. Matter of fact, we need to build on the foundation, go further and further and grow into the grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So he says there's a possibility, lest at any time we should let them slip or it gives the uh, picture of a leaking vessel. Okay, uh, it wouldn't be good to start out fishing or on the on on waters or lakes, whatever it might be, with a with a boat with a hole in it, especially in the bottom, where the water can come in. Water has a mind of its own. Once it gets to moving, it's uh, kind, of, kind of kind of like electricity. It takes the path of least resistance. So it's going to wear on that hole, and that hole is going to get bigger, and finally we sink. So we can't afford to have our vessels leaking. And we're talking about leaking of the Spirit of God, leaking of the truth, leaving the foundation. John wrote, as Jesus told him to write to the church at Ephesus, where you have left your first love, not lost, left. You've allowed. You've allowed other things to, 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 to come into your life, which is drowning out, putting putting attention on other things rather than the importance of your soul and others and, and those around and about you. Jesus is coming real soon. He says, unless at any time we should let them slip or leak out. And this gives a... Uh, Commentators say gives the uh, uh, the the idea in the Greek of of a of a ring slipping off a finger. They say, well, what's that got to do with it? Well, okay, a ring represents something. Normally, if you have a wedding ring, that represents covenant. God alone gives the covenant. It's something that's given from God unto man. There's nothing we can give him except ourselves. The Bible says to give ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable for God, which is our reasonable service. So, so God is a covenant God. We see it down through the Bible. We like to talk about the covenant made with Abraham, which, by the way, was before the law, and how that Abraham believed God. And it was counted unto him as <clears throat> righteousness. So we can't give up the covenant. We, as we talked last time, in verse 1 of Hebrews 1, God, has sundry times and in divers' manners, speaking times past, unto the fathers by the prophets, have in these last days, the days we're living, now that he is speaking to us by his Son. The New Testament covenant the everlasting covenant done once for once he went behind the veil and put the blood on the mercy seat. And the Bible says we talked yesterday he sat down, indicating he's the only high priest that's ever set down a finished work forever by the right hand of God until he comes back to this earth, sets up his kingdom, raptures his church, and things begin to be put in motion. Revelation 5 talks about, where he starts to take back the title deed to the earth. As we said yesterday, this world, this earth, will not be destroyed, but it certainly will be revamped and redone, a makeover, as they call it today. So in these days, we are we are under no other covenant if we are Christians except the covenant of Jesus Christ and him crucified. And that's the only one we need. So he says don't let these things. Don't go back into your former life. Don't go back into your former belief system. You've been delivered from that stuff. You know what the Bible compares that? As the Bible says, it's like a dog going back to his vomit. That's not pleasant, but that's just what the Bible says. We cannot afford to go back. We must go on. Verse 2, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 2. For if the word spoken by angels... Was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. Okay, now this indicates um, if the word spoken by angels was was what steadfast. This this is talking about at the beginning of the law that uh, with law the law of, of that God gave Moses. And the Bible declares there was many angels in attendance to the giving of that law, and, and and the law, we've said many times, is very very important. I've heard it said of the old preachers that the law is our schoolmaster. It shows us, it shows us our sin. Now men are given a conscience, and 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 men who never knew law knew that things that they did that 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 weren't right, okay? There's a time of conscience the, the, the Word of God talks about when um, men were ruled by their own conscience, I guess. But but we're talking about here the law that, that was given to Moses to give to the people. And it applies to us because it shows us that we're sinners. It's a mirror. It reveals to us who we are, but the law in itself cannot save us. But Jesus, as I've said many times, fulfilled that law, keeping it to the T, becoming righteous before God. He always was righteous, not not becoming, was righteous before God. And we, become the righteousness of Christ if we are in him. And every transgression and disobedience, listen, received a just recompense of reward. So, here's the deal. The opportunity is before us. The Bible says, I set before you Life and I set before you death. I'd rather you would choose life. The Bible says seek him, seek God, seek 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 Christ, and you shall live. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And Jesus died. So that we don't have to. So if you reject Christ, that means that the debt of your sin is upon you. And you will have to pay that price. And the wages of that sin is death. So we either let our sin be addressed at the cross of Christ, or else it will be addressed in judgment. And each person, each individual who listens to this broadcast today We have a choice. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Joshua says, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Every transgression and disobedience will receive a just recompense. God's not mocked that whatsoever a man sows, so shall he also Reap. You can't get away from that. But that that is a that's a spiritual law. That's a spiritual law that me and you need attend to and know that God will bring it to pass and has and has brought it to pass and will. In in Romans eight two for the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Listen now, Jesus. The law of the Spirit and the life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. So God's answer to sin, which is man's problem, core problem, Paul's problem is sin. Sin, what you see going on today, I've said it many times, is a product of sin. And Jesus Christ is the only one that addressed sin at his cross. Verse 3. How shall we escape? And a lot of people have heard him say, well, we, we've got an escapist attitude. Okay, that's what I mean. How shall we escape if we neglect Listen, so great salvation for which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. So men did not know salvation until Jesus Christ came into the world. John the Baptist said many times, For behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So how shall we escape in other words is there any other way is there any other uh if you come home and your house is locked up which it probably should be um there's only one key there's only one pattern that works in that lock. you might have you might have a a ring full of keys but there's only one key on that ring that works it's the same way today men, men are devising ways to god and uh, walking down paths are not of God. Trying to save themselves, deep in what religious tradition. There's only one way. There's only one key on that ring, and that key is Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. He addressed every problem that mankind is dealing with today at His cross. You gotta let that sink in. When he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, take it to the bank. He's the only way. He's the only truth, and he's the only life. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? So, so if we neglect a message that, was, that God used angels to preach or publish, how shall we escape if we neglect the message? of the cross, the message of Jesus Christ and him crucified. We'll go back to scripture again, that God in these last days speaks through his son. Do we throw the Old Testament way? Of course not. We read it, we study it. But we don't live under Old Testament ways. We live under the new covenant with his grace and mercy. And there's nothing you can do or I can do to save ourselves. Nothing. You can't do enough religious stuff to save yourself. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And when we believe, when we call, when we believe, when we we pray. So how shall we say if we neglect such a great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord? Who's the Lord? That would be Christ. Matthew four seventeen. From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." And was confirmed to us by them that heard in other words the gospel. People say, "Well, this book was written by men. Yes, it was, but inspired by God. Every word, every book, every book." Verse four. <clears throat> excuse me. God also bearing them witness. Listen. Both with signs and wonders and with divers, miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. God also bearing them witness signs and wonders. Now, we know that at the beginning of the New Testament church, after, after Christ ascended to the right hand of God the Father, and the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost. Then the church was empowered. And the Bible declares that the very shadow of these men, the very shadow of Peter healing people, he said things to the man beside the gate called, What beautiful silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. Take up thy bed and walk. So these are gifts of the Holy Ghost. This is the gift of healing being shown. The nine spiritual gifts, but I believe we need to concentrate on the on the on the fruit of the spirit. The fruit is so important because one of the fruit is love, and Paul said, "You can operate every every gift you want to." Though I speak in tongues more than you all, and I have not love or charity than everything I do, is but a tinkling symbol. God also bearing witness book with signs and wonders. Of course, this was through His apostles. Acts two twenty two, ye men of Israel, hear these words: Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Acts two. Verse 42, and they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread. This is about the New Testament church. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Now, there are those that say that God doesn't work that way today, and respectfully, I totally disagree. I believe Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. And with divers, miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will, the office of the Holy Spirit, he said in the church as a teacher, as a comforter, as a guide. and the gifts of the Spirit you can study this in what for First Corinthians chapter 12 13, 14. you know you get a chance to study those, the gifts of the Spirit. the gifts of the Holy Ghost, which is to edify the body of Christ according to the will of God. So, how can we neglect? How can we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? So we need to take more earnest heed of the things which we have heard unless at any time we should let them slip. In other words, we are continue on in the doctrine of Jesus Christ. We are never to let go of him. We are never to quit preaching him. We are never to quit pointing men towards him. We are never to quit testifying of who he is and what he is and what he can do in lives. He's all in all. The Bible calls him king of kings and lord of lords. The Bible calls him the branch, B-R-A-N-C-H, in all capitals. The king, K-I-N-G, in all capitals. The soon coming king. For the kingdoms of this world will soon become the kingdoms of God and his Christ. So it's a time, as the world will say many times, of reflection. Time to steal away. In the Christian world, I see so many that like to judge others and try to break them down, you know, uh, point out their, you know, know, all their failures, which we all have. The Bible tells us that we need to get the beam out of our own eye before we walk on praise God somebody else's eye. In other words, we need to sweep off our own front porch. See, it's the Holy Ghost. That knows who are tares and who, and who are wheat, and the Bible says that God Almighty through His Spirit will separate the tares from the wheat. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, if something is preached that's away from the Word of God, that we don't, uh, you know, rebut that with 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 the Word of God. If, if people sway from the truth, we just keep preaching the truth, and if it falls. On them, then you know they have to deal with that. But our job is to preach the gospel, tell lost and dying souls that there's hope through Jesus Christ. Do you think there's not hurting people in this world? Do you think that people aren't gonna wake up on this Sunday morning and say, "I wish I had an answer to this situation, this problem? I wish I could feel better. I wish I didn't have to be depressed. I wish I didn't have to be bound by this and bound by that, addicted by this and addicted by that. I wish I was free. Well, the Bible says for this reason was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil, that his power and what he did there at the cross, his resurrection, our liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And it's God's will, according to this Bible that I read, that none would perish, but that each and every one would come unto everlasting life. Pardon me. So no matter where you're at today, what struggle you're going through, what battle you are fighting. No today, you're not alone. That every person has their wars. Their private wars are battles that they fight. But the Bible says the battle belongs to God. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Through God. We'll Said through God, not, not something we implement, not something we conjure up in our mind, but only mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, strongholds, which are causing people not being able to move, just living a life as being a shell of a person, not having the joy of the Lord. I believe the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength, and I believe there is deliverance. In the name of Jesus Christ. But the, yes, there is a spiritual warfare. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and wickedness in high places. I said before, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not men's weapons, fleshly weapons. But mighty through God, through the Spirit of God, through the pulling down of the strongholds. The song says Faith in God can move the mighty mountains. Faith in God can calm the angry sea. Faith in God can make the desert like a fountain. Faith in God can buy bring your liberty. And the Bible says, Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. <clears> that God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead on the third day. As He said, what happened? Call upon the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved. Renounce sin. Make a conscious decision to turn and go in another direction. Ask him to to live in your heart. And you'll ask him with a humble and a broken and a contrite spirit. Lord, I need you. And the Bible says, with a mouth, a man will confess. And with a heart, a man will believe. Believe. That word believe. Needs to have your full attention towards him. Then nothing else will do. Nothing else. Psalmist David said, As the deer pass after the water, so does my soul pant after you. Jesus Christ is the way. The only way. Listen, he's coming back. This world is racing towards judgment. This this world is racing towards the rapture of the church, towards the seven-year tribulation period, towards the thousand-year reign of Christ on this earth. Things are not going to stay the way that they are. Time, as we know it, seems to be just passing by quickly. Like guardrails running down an interstate. Redeem the time, for the days are evil. Just taste of him, the Bible says. Try him and see if he's not good. See if he won't do what he said he would do in his word. Not what I say, but what what his word says he will do. I do the best I can to give you the word. Because my opinions don't mean anything. Yours don't either. It's what's written in this book. The inspired word of God. Pinned by the Holy Spirit. He sent His Word, His Logos, which of course is a person also, which is in Christ and healed us. Hang your hat on these things today. People say, well, don't put your eggs in one basket. Put all your eggs in this basket. Because He's the only way. When the smoke clears... Jesus Christ is going to be there, King of kings and Lord of lords. i want to read verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 2 again. For the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. God saw mocked, and whatsoever a man sows, so shall he all sow, reap. The Bible even says we can sow peace or we can sow discord. It's up to us. But know that everything we sow has a consequence, either good or bad. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to speak your word as we try to today, Lord. We know it's not about the man, but it's about the message. And your message today is, come unto me, either heavy laden labor, and I will give you rest we are to look around about us and we are to act accordingly. And you said, when we see these things come to pass, look up, for our redemption draws nigh. And we know today that you have to draw. You have to draw people. You have to deal with them. You have to convict them. That it's your spirit that deals with people. And I ask you today to deal. I ask you today to bring salvation, Bring healing to the hopeless and deliverance through your power and through your spirit. And we know that all things are in your hands. that, That Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you next time.
0: I shall not want to make it